how Alina Health is committed to providing you support on your path to better health in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. Up to 90% of brain development happens by the age of five, which means those fun and early years of our child's life are so important for a bright future. Research confirms that the interactions a child has with their parents or caregivers have a big impact on a child's emotional development, learning abilities, and ultimately their success in school and life. What can parents do to help further this along? My guest today is Dr. Asma Siddiqui. She's a board-certified family medicine doctor who practices at Alina Health East Lake Street Clinic in Minneapolis. Welcome to the show, Dr. Siddiqui. So tell us a little bit about school readiness. What is that? Oh, definitely. Uh, school readiness basically encompasses um, by uh, preparing our children, our schools, and communities to maximize uh, educational experience of all children, regardless of their developmental abilities or any health conditions they might have. What are some of the different elements of school readiness? There are quite a few elements, but the main, the most important, which I think uh, we should focus on, are language development, making sure our kids are socially and emotionally ready. Uh, for example, they can sit still, um, make friendships. A uh, child's appro- approach to learning is very important. For example, some kids, they learn more effectively visually, while others, they'll uh, learn if something is written to them, um, general knowledge, and lastly, not to ignore um, physical well-being and motor development. So tell us about the importance of this well-being and self-esteem and motivation as children learn to learn. Early school success or failure can affect a child's well-being, self-esteem, and motivation. For example, if a child is not emotionally or socially ready, um, he might not be able um, to sit still, make friendships, and could be left behind in terms of um, not paying attention or um, uh, basically missing out on what's being taught in the class. So it's very important to ensure that the child begins school when developmentally ready to participate in classroom readiness, in classroom activities. How how does a parent know when their children are ready to start preschool or, you know, some sort of Mm pre-kindergarten class? Uh, Okay, so the children should basically, um, first thing which I would say would be, emotionally ready in terms of that segregation uh, which they can have uh, from their parents. Um, That's very important, um, and that's a major milestone. If kids are still crying when their parents are going away, that's not going to work. So we have to work on that segregation. Um, Being able to sit not for a prolonged period of time, but for 10, 20 minutes so they can concentrate what lessons the teacher is going through or what they are being taught. Um, um, Being able to engage in friendships, um, uh, being able to um, have some um, writing skills, for example, holding a crayon, not mainly, you know, I wouldn't expect a preschooler to write alphabets, but just some, you know, uh, picking up the crayon properly and doing some scribbling, etc., stuff like that. 
And what are some of the different areas of learning that determine whether or not a child is ready? So you've mentioned the writing and scribbling, being able to make friends. And are there mm-hmm. some others that kindergarten teachers can say, you know, this child has not been ready because they couldn't do this? Uh, I would say self-regulation, um, the moral awareness, that also goes into uh, how they interact with their peers and teachers. Um, um Physical well-being and motor development, sometimes if a child is well-behaved, sitting quietly, paying attention, that's ignored by some teachers. And if a school is good quality and uh, they're following the right curriculum, they'll recognize this. For example, if a child is not uh, pedaling well, if they're asking him to ride a bike on a tricycle and it's not pedaling well, that's the concern at uh, four years of age when they're starting uh, pre-K or if they're having some trouble while they are in the lunchroom, not able to feed themselves well, those are also some concerns and they can speak with the parents and parents in general can speak with their pediatrician and get appropriate help for the kids. And I would also like to mention, I'm sorry, I would also like to mention uh, language deficiency. If uh, the teachers are not able to make out um, um, 90% 90% of the words what are what the child is trying to say or explain. That's also a concern. So what are some ways that parents can incorporate learning into the daily routine so that it's a little bit more second nature for a child to attend mm-hmm. classes? Now, as parents, we are of the, our, uh, the first teachers to a child. So we can encourage uh, language and reading skills For example, when we are driving, just pointing at common signs and symbols, uh, talking about different colored cars, Uh, while you're at home, you can uh, can ask, uh, your child can help you to cook uh, by naming ingredients, sharing, mixing, which can help with motor skills um, at grocery stores, pointing out at different vegetables, their colors, counting, um, for example, asking them to pick four apples, writing skills. we can work on uh, by asking the kids to peel uh, carrots, um, write invitations, um, working on cognitive skills by going to the museum, zoos and exhibits. Um, and I do agree, the best and the most effective uh, learning does happen when incorporated into daily uh, life rather than by being a separate activity. Well, speaking of daily life, there are so many screen mm-hmm. things these days. And how does that play into school readiness with TVs and smartphones and tablets? Are these things detrimental or helpful to getting your child ready to start school? Well, um, the first thing to know uh, is that there should be no screen time um, in the first um, uh, 24 months of a child's life. And um, after the age of two, it's reasonable to introduce um, educational programming to children. Um, I was quite strict about no TV for my son until he turned two. Uh, but after that, uh, we have allowed him to watch a uh, carefully selected program. The reality is that there are many educational programs on televisions and apps on our smartphones uh, that foster literacy um, and social development. In fact, I have to admit that my son has learned a lot from these programs he watches and apps uh, he has been allowed to use. Um, 
but we do have to be careful um, uh, regarding what our children are watching, and these shows should be watched together as a family. And later, after every show, we should discuss what the child saw and uh, go over the main points um, with our children. Um, and I would emphasize the key is to avoid excessive screen time and to make sure the children spend enough time on other activities that promote learning and play. Um, and also, you know, uh, it should be noted that a large body of research does demonstrate that watching violence, even in cartoon forms, does lead to aggressiveness and decreased uh, fantasy play in children. So everything in moderation and no TV before the age of two. What should we do, Dr. Siddiqui, if we think our children are not ready to go to school? Um, well, the first thing is to um, go speak to your pediatrician or your family practice doctor. If you notice any delay in speech, for example, if uh, by preschool you're not understanding 90% of um, what they're trying to tell you, um, you have noticed some emotional or social problems with the children, by, by four years of age, they should be playing with other kids. Some kids do parallel play, but there is social interaction, which is noted. Some motor delays, um, then speak with your pediatrician, and they can uh, refer you to various um, other specialties, uh, like physical therapy, OT, speech therapy, or community help, which is available. And early intervention is so important, Dr. Siddiqui, in just the last minute. Do you have some resources that you'd like parents to know about to help them sure. learn more about this? Of course. So I have a list of resources, and I focus basically here in Minnesota. So uh, talking about Minnesota Parents Know, this is a um, state of Minnesota website designed to provide parenting information about children's develop development, learning, and health. And parents can go on www.mnparentsnode.info. The other one which I really like is Help Me Grow. Uh, this is also a State of Minnesota design website uh, designed for concerns about young children's development uh, and learning um, and where to make referrals from birth to age five. Um, a few others to name is a parent's guide to preparing your child for school. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.